Welcome to the Pop Culture Bicycle Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Pop Culture Bicycle Podcast, the podcast where we make kissing noises for an hour. No, we uh, talk about everything pop culture, including kissing noises. <laughs> it's an impression of um, Tony Stark doing doing kissing noises. Uh, we cover we cover everything pop culture from comic book movies to horror movies and other things. Good movies, bad movies, TV shows, comic books, indie films, blah blah blah. Today we have Thunderbolts movie news, Madam Web movie news, Kevin Feige teases other iterations of Thor, the Russo brothers' next film, and more. So we'll jump right into it and talk about Thunderbolts' movie reportedly bringing back surprise MCU character. This comes from Screen Geek. Fans were delighted to hear that Marvel Studios was finally moving ahead with their Thunderbolts movie. For those that are unaware, the Thunderbolts are quite often compared to DC's Suicide Squad. Like, mm. we, I think we said that, like, last week? Yeah. Maybe two weeks ago? Whatever. At least a week ago. Yeah. They comprise a superhero team of supervillains in much of the same way. Superhero team of supervillains? They comprise a superhero team of supervillains. <laughs> that just be... They're supervillains. They're supervillain teams. Yeah. <laughs> Of course, Marvel has their own unique catalog of villains to choose from, and that should make this new MCU installment all that more exciting, especially because it's just been announced that Olga Kurylenko will return as Taskmaster for the new Thunderbolts adaptation. Olga Kurylenko first portrayed Taskmaster in the 2021 film Black Widow. This should certainly be an interesting setup then for the new Thunderbolts movie and the other villains we could expect to see, because this upcoming film will have the same screenwriter as Black Widow. However, it is possible that we may even see more connections develop. Have you watched Black Widow? No, I was scrolling on Disney Plus yesterday and saw it on there. I was like, I should watch it, and then I just didn't. <laughs> I wonder where that comes in in the lineup. Wait, after Civil War. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I will have to watch it eventually. Man. Can't wait to rewatch that. I mean, I'm pretty excited to see David Harbour's character. Oh, yeah. He's good in it, of that's, course. That's about the only thing I'm excited yeah. for in that movie. The version of Taskmaster was okay. Yeah. But I don't know. Well, it was so nice. They're doing it twice. Allegedly. Allegedly. I guess this should have gone under rumor has it, oh, maybe. Well, we'll see. <laughs> I, I wonder if they're like... Hey, James Gunn, do you want to direct the Thunderbolts movie? <laughs> yeah. Do you want to ruin another one? What? Suicide Squad. Wasn't that good. The Suicide Squad? Are we talking about Suicide Squad or The James Suicide Gunn. Oh, okay. He did The Suicide Squad. David Ayer did Suicide uh, Squad. See, oh they just God. added The, and it's like the fucking same name. They should have changed it a little bit besides just The. Name it to what? Fucking Suicide Squad with a tagline. The tagline Kind of like the Multiverse of Madness did. Could have just put another tagline on there and it would have been a better movie. What? Yeah, it'd be more, like, recognizable. Because, like, I don't... I, when I say Suicide Squad, I could mean The Suicide Squad, but just not The. No. The Suicide it's Squad it's a dumb. You know it's a dumb name. No, it's not. It is. They could have named it Task Force X, which is what they're also called in 
I don't know. Maybe because Suicide Squad made so much money that they're like, let's just keep it. Let's just still have Suicide Squad in the name. There's another movie that did that where it was like the same name, but they added the, and I can't remember what it is right now. I mean, that's all the rage now, thanks to Halloween. Oh, yeah. Fucking hot. The sequel to Halloween is Halloween. Halloween (laughs) ends. And then the Suicide, or Suicide Squad fucking uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the new one is... Texas Chainsaw, Chainsaw Massacre. Massacre. That's all the rage nowadays. Just have the same name. All right, so moving on. Emma Roberts joins Sony's Madam Web. This comes from our friends at Deadline. Hey. Hello, Emma, friends. Emma Roberts is... <laughs> I don't know any of the... Like, I don't look at the author's names, so... <laughs> they're just, like, one conglomerate. Just, right. <laughs> just Deadline. They're just, like, combined bunch of people, uh, like... Did you watch the Batman Ninja clip that... Wait, no, maybe Eli just sent it to me. But in Batman Ninja, like, they make, like, this Megazord out of <laughs> a bunch of monkeys. What? Yeah. <laughs> so that's just deadline to me. It's just, just a bunch of monkeys that make no, one No, a bunch being. of people. They form one <laughs> single person. Max's name is Deadline. Which is kind of a cool name. Seriously. Emma Roberts is the latest addition to the ensemble cast of Sony Pictures' Madam Web starring Dakota Johnson. Also on board are Sydney Sweeney, Celeste O'Connor, Isabella Merst, and Tahir Rahim for director S.J. Clarkson. Don't know who S.J. Clarkson is. I'm going to look up what he's done. Matt Sazama and Burke Sharpless penned the screenplay with Kareem Sanga writing a previous draft. Sony had no comment on Roberts' casting Monday. Sorry, she. It's a she. S.J. Clarkson. Oh. Toast? 2010? Toast? Yeah. And then... Sounds familiar. I guess episodes of Jessica Jones. But other than that, not much. Series called Mistresses from 2008 to 2010. Don't know. Yeah. Hasn't really done much of of note. Probably going to be a bad movie because Sony's bad at making movies. In the comics, Madam Web is depicted as an elderly woman with myasthenia and thus was connected to a life support system that looked like a spider web. Due to her age and medical condition, Madam Web never actively fought any villains. For that reason, sources have stressed it's possible the project could turn into something else. Insiders say that due to her psychic sensory powers, she is essentially Sony's version of Doctor Strange. Roberts' role in the film is unknown sony is coming off sony is coming off a hot streak with venom let there be carnage making more than 500 million dollars worldwide didn't mention morbius while spider-man no way home was the biggest film of 2021 with 1.85 billion dollars in worldwide sales that has nothing to do with sony nothing to do with sony sony's like yeah that's our ip yeah we did that man this movie's gonna be bad yeah so i pulled up more sj clark it looks like she's just done a lot of like miniseries and like directed tv shows uh she did an episode of succession never watched that show but i heard it's really good that's what i hear too uh she's done two episodes of the defender series jessica jones dig she did an episode of bates motel have you watched all of bates motel Mm-mm. i watched like the first two seasons yeah is that right it, it seemed like one of those where it's like probably starts off strong and then it's like Ugh. yeah just kind of a drag she did an episode of house and three episodes of dexter and two episodes of Heroes. So she's, all she's done is kind of TV, so it's, it's be interesting to see her in her first... This is, is this Madam Web a TV show? No, or is it's it a movie? movie? That's what I thought. Sony's only making fucking... I was gonna... I was Spider-Man gonna, versus movies. I was gonna say, like, be interesting to see her in her first, uh, 
like movie directorial debut, but I'm pretty then I was, sure. Then I was like, wait, if she's done only TV shows, is this a TV show? I'm pretty sure the Russo brothers only did TV until they got uh, the Winter Soldier. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. They're All right. they're they mostly just did like Arrested Development, which is way different. Which is uh, why there's a bunch of Arrested Development Easter eggs in their movies. Oh, really? Yeah. But yeah, this movie's gonna be terrible. You don't know that. I do know. What that. if S. J. Clarkson does a great job with it? They're not. Who directed <laughs> Venom? Or not Venom? Fucking. What am I thinking of Morbius? He's in hiding now. Whoever it is. Oh, Daniel Espinosa. Oh, he directed Life with Jake Gyllenhaal. Safe House with um, Denzel. Yeah, I think that's his. Yeah, that's kind of biggest. his claim to fame. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know if he's gonna have many chances after. He's done a lot of the um, the cliche action movies where it's like a white background and then a guy holding a gun on the cover. Yeah, they're probably all the same movies. Well, one's called Easy Money and one's called Snabba Cash. Yeah, but the screenplays are probably the same thing. Probably. It's fucking like Taken or Taken 2 or Taken. Oh, it is. 6 to 100. So it's, yeah, Easy Money, I guess, is part of the Snabba Cash series. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Yeah, it's because Easy Money Two, Hard to Kill, original title was Snabba Cash Two. Why I don't, not, I don't understand. Why not just called Snabba Cash Two, Easy Money? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Snabba Cash, Easy Money. I have no uh, idea. Daniel Espinosa, you make some questionable choices, my friend, including signing on for Morbius. Yeah. All right. Kevin Feige teases plenty of other incarnations of Thor that we've yet to see. This comes from Slash Film. In Thor: Love and Thunder, there is a new Thor in town, and her name is Jane Foster. After sitting out the threequel Thor Ragnarok, Natalie Portman's character is back and she's buffed up. She is fucking... She, she got buffed. Man, she got buffed up. Sporting Goldilocks and wielding Thor's hammer. As it turns out, Jane's turn as the mighty Thor may be a hint of things to come in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Producer and Marvel Studios president Kevin Feige recently spoke at a press conference for Love and Thunder where Slash Films' Huai Tran Bui was in attendance. Discussion came around to the future of the Thor franchise and the possibility of other Thors beyond Jane and Chris Hemsworth's character entering the fray somewhere down the line. Feige said, There are these things called comic books that have lots of stories in them. <laughs> He's just mansplaining. <laughs> Probably fucking like oh, this fucking reporter is so yeah. fucking dumb. Okay, so there's things there's things called comic books. That's it, where we get all our source material. He was probably that's what he says. Uh, probably like yeah, there's plenty of other incarnations of Thor that we've, we've yet to see. And the reporters probably like, uh, what do you mean, Thor? There's Thor. only one Thor. <laughs> And he's like, there are these things called comic books, and they have lots of stories in them. He put his fingers between his eyes, like. Yeah. <laughs> like, I fucking hate these people. <laughs> there's these things called comic books that have lots of stories in them, and that's where all of our stories come from. And if the question is, have you told all the great horror stories from the comics and movies? The answer is no. There are lots of them, and I've always said our interest in making additional stories is somewhat about continuing the character. It's almost entirely about continuing the experience with the actor and being able to see... I think of all our cast, not as their individual characters, but as the Marvel players. Mar Marvel players is capitalized? That's weird. Who, within that character, can grow and evolve and change. And if we look at the comics as our guide, there are plenty of other incarnations of Thor that we have yet to see. Marvel players. Is that a club? I don't know. As, the as, MP... M 
NPC. The NPC. As he was turning away, like he's like, you freaking idiot. <laughs> or he's like, what? He's like, okay, bye. <laughs> fucking dumbass. <laughs> can't believe I have to fucking do this shit. <sighs> Question my genius. I knew I should have went to DC. <laughs> I would have been fired already. <laughs> when I have to do these fucking stupid ass interviews. <laughs> I, I was wondering why. How come Thor is the one that seems to have lived on longer than the other? It's like had four standalone movies now, mm. which is more than any other Avenger has yeah. had. Why? Why is it Thor? Is it just more source material for Thor? Or no? Uh, I think it's just because Chris Hemsworth is more committed to the role. He said that he wants to continue doing it for as long as he can. Oh, really? Yeah. And the other people are like, yeah, I kind of want to pursue other things. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking rich, dude. I'm yeah. paying, getting paid fucking tens of millions of dollars per movie. Yeah, I kind of want to just pursue, you know, like not acting. Maybe <laughs> I'll just buy a yacht and sail. Shit, dude, I'd fucking, I would. I would. I'd, I'd buy it. Nah, I definitely wouldn't buy a boat, dude. Those, my luck, I'd fucking sink and. Yeah, right. I can't eh, swim. So. I could cast away myself. There you go. Yeah, I think I'd I'll buy a cell phone. I can call Tom Hanks. Yeah, I'd buy a mansion out in the middle of nowhere where no one can bother me and just blow things up. Yeah, you're rich. Yeah. Laws. Who's laws, gonna stop me? Laws yeah. don't apply to you. I am above the law. Uh, yeah, I, I'm excited to hopefully fucking see other iterations of Thor. Yeah, I mean, because we already well, knew the almighty Thor was coming. Yeah. Natalie Portman. Natalie Buffman. Buffman. Yeah, there's Beta Ray Bill, who apparently one of his species are in the dungeon in uh, Thor the Dark World. Oh, really? Yeah, I tried looking, but I didn't fucking see him. Maybe in a deleted scene? Unless, like, he was just part of the crowd in, after the battle. No, maybe. But I don't know. And then there's there's Throg. Throg? Who's a frog? When it, it was uh, Thor turned into a frog. And then I think they made Throg like its own character. Really? Yeah. If they don't make that movie, they'll be hell to pay. So moving on to some sad news. Joe Turkle, bartender in The Shining and Blade Runner actor, dies at 94. Oof. This comes from our other friends at Variety, who are also a conglomerate of people Formed into one person. Variety of people. Yeah. Uh, Joe Turkle, the prolific character actor, well known for his roles in The Shining and Blade Runner, died at St. John's Hospital in Santa Monica, California on Monday. A representative has confirmed to Variety he was 94. A prolific performer with over 100 credits in various films and TV shows. Damn. Turkle is best known for his sporting roles in three Stanley Kubrick films, including his first feature, The Killing. Paz of Glory and The Shining, where he played the often parodied role of the ghostly bartender Lloyd. He also had a prominent role in the original 1982 Blade Runner as eccentric replicant creator Eldon Tyrell. That is a pretty big fucking role. That's definitely, uh, I mean, he lived his fucking life. Yeah, I mean, 94, that's a good yeah. run. Unless he was in pain for like the last 14 years yeah, of his life. Well, that's... Let's not discuss that. Let's just honor his work. Yeah, your money's no good here. Rest in peace, Joe Turkle Rip. or Joe Turkel. Well, maybe we'll move on to better news. This is kind of meh news yeah. to me. The Russo brothers' next film, The Electric State, starring Millie Bobby Brown, lands at Netflix. This also comes from Deadline. Hey. Netflix looks to be reuniting with some familiar faces. The streamer has come on to Joe and Anthony Russo. <laughs> Next directing feature, the, the Electric State, which has Millie Bobby Brown set to star. Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely adapted the script with the Russos 
and Mike LaRocca, producing for AGBO. Chris Castaldi and Patrick Newall are also producing. Rumors surfaced earlier this year that Chris Pratt was in talks to co-star. While a deal hasn't closed, sources say that Pratt remains talks to board the project. Sources say Pratt remains talks to board the project. What? Yeah. Whatever. Proofread your articles. Fucking deadline. Love you. The film is based on adaptation of the illustrated novel by Simon Stalinhag and is set in a retro futuristic past where an orphan teenager, Brown, traverses the American West with a sweet but mysterious robot and an eccentric drifter in search for a younger brother. Angela Russo Atstadt, Jake Ost, Jeff Haley, Marcus, and McFeely are executive producing. It's a lot of fucking executive producers. Have you seen the trailer for it yet? Is there a trailer? Yeah. No. Wait. No. Yeah, I have it. You want to watch it? Live on air? No. All right. Live. I'll watch it afterwards. I don't know. I don't really like any of the roles that Millie Bobby Brown has done other than Eleven on Stranger Things. Right. I, don't know, I just don't think she's that great of an actor. I've only ever seen her in Enola Holmes. That was the only other role I've ever seen her in. And that yeah. movie was kind of geared towards kids. So yeah. I wasn't expecting a breakthrough performance. But uh, I don't know. I I just looked up this book. It said, perfect for fans of Ready Player One. And I was Ooh. a fan of Ready Player One, so it might be might be all right. I mean, the... And Black Mirror. The fucking... Like, the plot sounds, sounds intriguing. Yeah. It, it, this synopsis didn't say anything about the Old West, but... Says a teen girl and her robot embark on a cross-country mission. I wonder if they're trying to get Pratt to do the voice of the robot, Chris Pratt. Yeah, you mean Pratt or what? Do you what did he want to be called? Oh CP? yeah, CP <laughs> or Christopher? No, no I think just, it was just Pratt, Pratt or CP. Or fucking weirdo, weirdo. Man, he he's another actor. Where I'm just like, I don't, I don't like you other than in fucking Parks, Parks and Rec, Rec and yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one, really. But now he's trying to be like this fucking macho action star. Apparently his new uh, Amazon series, The Terminal List, mm-hmm. is super boring. I believe it. The, the Tomorrow... Wait, have we talked about this? I don't know. Well, anyways, The Tomorrow War, that was a meh movie. You, and I, Jurassic World, The I've seen the first... How, how many are there? How many Jurassic Worlds? I think three now. Okay, I've, well, I've, I've seen the first two, and they're pretty generic. Because the newest one was Dominion. Yeah. And then there's obviously the Lost World. What was the second one? The Lost World. But there was, a, it was a, the first, very first one was the Lost World. And then yeah. What was uh, the second one? I'm talking about Jurassic World, not Jurassic Park. I meant Jurassic World. Sorry. Not Lost World, Jurassic <laughs> Park. Yeah, the first one was Jurassic World. Then second one was Jurassic World 2. Yeah, just Jurassic, Jurassic or Parker. Uh, Fallen Kingdom. Oh, yeah, because they lose the island. I don't care. I stopped watching them. Yeah, the second one wasn't very good. I mean, even of the originals, basically just the first one was good. So yeah, I have seen at least one article where they're like, they should have just stopped at the first one. Yeah, it'd been fine. It ended just fine. Was it what is it, the lost? Was it the lost world that um. Was the, it, wasn't the Lost World the first one? It was. It was just like the Lost World, Jurassic Park. No, it was Jurassic Park, and then the Lost World, and then Jurassic Park three, and then I think number two is when the T Rex came to like the mainland on the ship. Shit, really? I don't fucking remember. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that? I remember because it was just uh, uh, what's his name, Ian, the, Ian Grant. No, yeah, 
No. What's this? You're uh, you're you're combining. I yeah. uh, fucking Malcolm. Malcolm. Yeah. Ian Malcolm. Yeah, Ian Malcolm. Because it's been Grant forever since was, I watched uh, his movies. What? What's his name? Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. His, his character, I think. No, Malcolm was uh, Jeff Goldblum's character. Or you have to look it up right now. (laughs) Anyway, because the first one, I had all three, and then the second one was just Jeff Goldblum's character. I think the third one reunited him again, or at least two of them. And then I don't fucking know. They they botched it hard. Oh, we fucking really veered off from the Russo film. (laughs) That's that's what Chris Pratt does to us. I mean, CP. Okay. Christopher Pratifer. Oh, shit. Yeah, the plot of this movie sounds intriguing. I'll check out at least a few minutes of it. But I'm guessing, yeah, they're trying to get CP as... Sounds like a shitty rapper. Yeah, it does. CP. (laughs) I see P everywhere. What? I'll probably have to watch it because my kids are all about Stranger Things right now and everything that any of the actors are doing, so... They'll yeah, my, see my kids too. Yeah, they'll see Millie Bobby Brown. Be like, oh, we have to watch that. I'm like, all right, I guess. Kylo and Sirius watched the final two episodes with me. Oh, did they? Yeah. What are their opinions on it? I loved it. Yeah. They said my mom has terrible taste. <laughs> she should definitely rewatch this. Okay, so we went from bad news to meh news to good news. Hey, I needed that. Singer Kate Bush earned two point three million dollars yeah. after Stranger Things popularized running up that hill this comes from cbs news not our friends <laughs> not, not, i don't <laughs> want to be friends with you cbs singer kate bush has garnered legions of new fans thanks to netflix's stranger things tapping her 1985 hit running up that hill as a talismanic song for the character max mayfield kind of a banger it also brought her a financial windfall delivering about 2.3 million dollars in streaming royalties in the month since the show's latest season was released according to illuminate which was formerly known as nielsen sound scan because she owns the copyright to her recordings she's likely to keep the bulk of that money according to the music industry publication music business worldwide oh what a generic ass fucking publication right music business worldwide Bush noted in a 1970 or what stage worldwide. Bush noted in a June 17th blog post that the resurgence of the haunting song had put it on a quote on top of that hill, and mm-hmm. that its swift climb felt quote driven along by a kind of elemental force. Relax there. <laughs> in an unusual twist in the career of a musician who garnered critical acclaim, but who hadn't scored a top ten hit in the U.S. Until this year, 37 years after Running Up That Hill was first released. And good on her for fucking owning the rights to her fucking yeah. music. When, when's the date of this article? Mm, I, don't f- I don't know. Oh, all right. Just copy and paste the shit into my fucking <laughs> Google documents. I didn't know if you were looking at the article or not. Um, I read a thing that she was making about 200 grand a week off that song since Stranger Things came out. It's fucking good for her. Yeah, dude. That's fucking crazy. And I saw an article that was like, oh, maybe Stranger Things will give Metallica that Kate Bush push. Like, they don't fucking they don't need, need it. it, dude. They're fucking millionaires. And, and like, you've heard of Master of Puppets. Have you ever heard of Running Up That Hill by Kate Bush before? It's exactly. Mm-hmm. Although, 
Maybe it was like in some fucking random movie that I watched, but I definitely do not remember it. No. It's a I, good I, fucking song, though. It is. I guarantee like half of those plays are for my daughter. She just plays it nonstop. So, yeah, fucking get on her and fuck Metallica. I, I don't really like Metallica, but that scene was kind of iconic. We'll We'll talk about it. I feel like it was a different song in the trailer. Was it? Yeah. I never... In the trailer I saw, it just kind of shows him playing, but it didn't like have the song that was he was playing in it. So I don't know. Mm, weird. All right. So we're going to... Do you have any news? I have no news. All right. So we're going to introduce a new segment called... Oh, I love this Rumor part. has it. I heard a rumor. You punched yourself in the face. So in this segment, we talk about the latest rumors, leaks... And yep, that. yep, rumors and leaks <laughs> uh, for upcoming uh, movies and shows, most likely mainly comic book movies and shows. Yeah, because what else is getting leaked about anything else? Not much that, that people care about. All right, what do you have? I have rumor has it. A rumor has it. Uh, Johnny Depp. Dop, dop, Johnny Dop. Johnny Dop. Oh, man, it was my time to shine. I <laughs> fucked it up. Johnny Dop. <laughs> Johnny Depp is in talks for Beetlejuice 2, which, why? But also makes sense. Did you see that he garnered a deal with uh, Disney to return as Jack Sparrow? Wasn't it like 30 million or something? Uh, it was like, like 30 or 300 million. I, kn- I know there's a three and there's a zero a def- in there. I definitely know it was more than <laughs> 3 million. Maybe it was point zero zero three million. I don't know. But yeah, I did see that, and okay, yeah, I haven't watched the Pirates of the Caribbean movie in a long time. Have you watched the teaser trailer for Hocus Pocus two? No, I don't really Me care either. about it that much. Yeah, I don't care either. <laughs> <laughs> right, anyways, fucking Johnny Depp, Beetlejuice two, Beetlejuice. But why? Too. Like, is he gonna play Beetlejuice? Or Michael Keaton's still alive? Yeah, like, he could totally just be or Beetlejuice light character. Uh, Maybe they cockroach juice. Ew. Maybe they. Can't get Michael Keaton back. Yeah, he's like, I'm, I'm in the Morbius movie. Yeah, dude, now. I'm you doing Morbius shit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Living my dream of being in a Morbius movie. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I did, it's whatever. I don't care. I'd much rather see Michael Keaton come back for a Beetlejuice. Mm-hmm. And if Johnny Depp is in it as the. Do you think they bring back Alec Baldwin? Character? No. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. Probably not. No, no, they won't. He's, has he gotten any work since? I don't know. Probably. The accident. Yeah, probably not. Probably not. It's not like he needs it. I guess him and his wife are getting divorced. They're five kids. Ew. Yeah. Imagine you even have one kid. That's disgusting. <laughs> I have two. <laughs> right. Well, Insider, Twitter user at Great Phase, claims that Austin Butler is the green arrow on the DCEU. Austin Butler is cast as Elvis. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. Ooh, there was... Uh, Something about I shrug audience. You can't you can't see me, <laughs> yeah. but I shrug. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's no like sound for a shrug. <laughs> I'll just say shrug, shrug. scoff. <laughs> I do that anyways. There was something I read recently about Ezra Miller being seen hanging out with Austin Butler. But Oh no. Yeah, and then <sighs> uh it was like a Oh it it was Ezra Miller got into a fight at a bar with with Austin Butler. And then they were fighting people or fighting each other. I don't remember. They were definitely fighting and they were hanging out. Were they fighting in character? Yes. Like 
Ezra was like, you can't catch me. I'm the Flash. And, and, and Austin he's like, Butler was oh. like, you can't catch me. I got hips that fucking move, dog. <laughs> so you ain't nothing but a hound dog. No. Maybe that's what fucking got him. Maybe. <laughs> I did see that Ezra threatened to punch someone because they asked to take a picture with, with them. Gosh. Uh, Ezra was like, maybe... Uh, I, I, I didn't watch the video, but I think they were like, like the person asked Ezra for a picture and Ezra, they said, maybe it'll calm me down if I knock you out or some shit. So maybe what? there's context in that. But yeah, it could be. Probably not. He could have said like, no, thank you. And then he just kept like hounding him. And then I wonder if Austin then... Butler is a good actor because the only thing I've seen him in was uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm. He played that tax dude. Oh. Where Brad Pitt's character was like, I know you. Uh, what's your name? And Austin Butler's character was like, I am the devil's or some shit, and I'm here to do the devil's work. And Brad Pitt's character was like, no, it was dumber than that. He's <laughs> like, Rax. Tax, that's a <laughs> good fucking movie. But Yeah, that I, I guess someone tweeted that, and then the tweet got deleted. And we there's like a rumor... Or speculation. Rumor that has it the st- whoever, whatever studio that did the uh, the Elvis movie, like asked them to take it down to protect Austin mm-hmm. Butler's reputation ahead of that movie coming out. I wonder if WB tried doing that with Ezra Miller. Maybe and they're like shit. Nope, they are way out of yeah, control. They're too far <laughs> gone. I did also see a rumor that WB is going to recast after the Flash comes out in three years when everything yeah. dies down. What else do you got? Uh, I got Jared Leto wants full creative control. Wait, wait, wait. Actually, I had something to say. Oh. Uh, if, they don't fake, if they don't fucking make Green Arrow blonde like he is in the fucking comics, like they made Ezra's Barry Allen and Grant Gustin's fucking Barry Allen have fucking brown, brown. slash br- black fucking yeah. hair. I could see them fucking just letting Austin Butler. Wait, I wonder what? Austin Butler's hair must naturally be brown because that's what it is in. Oh, yeah. Darkest book, yeah. It doesn't look like a. Uh, I could see him sporting a goatee. Yeah, I could see it. He has too. a face that has a goatee structure. I don't know. In this Elvis promo, his hair is like light brown. They could lighten it up a little bit. They probably won't or just make blonde. him fucking dye dye blonde with dyed eyebrows like Thor did. You would have to actually. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Jared Leto wants full creative control of Morbius too, which. Isn't gonna make it better. No, if anything, it's gonna make it worse. It's gonna make it the same. Yeah, it's so bad. It is so bad. That was, yeah, that's a rumor, but I see. I can see, totally see it. Him and his cult. Yeah. Fuck. Who? Yeah. Never forget Tom, that Tom Cruise. He produces his own movies because he does his own stunts, so no oh, one will yeah. fucking insure him. So it makes sense. What else has he done besides lately? Besides Mission Impossible and Top Gun. No, he just kind of is rebooting his old shit. Yeah. There's another one I just read today. It was wasn't Days of Thunder. It was one of his old iconic roles. Fuck, I think I saw some something too. Have you ever seen Days of Thunder? Forever ago. I've never seen it. Isn't it a NASCAR movie? Yeah. Yeah, that's why I haven't seen it. All I know is that The Midnight has a song called Days of Thunder in reference to that movie. And that fucking song's a banger. I'm trying to remember what freaking movie it was he has had so many so the outsiders risky business i think it might have been risky business man 
Have you thought about that movie lately? No. How fucking uh, kind of fucked up it is. It's kind of risky business. Yeah, like it's like in Blank Check when that fucking FBI agent kisses that little kid. Oh yeah, that happens. Yeah, in risky business, like they fall in love with each other. Like this definitely adult sex worker falls in love with this high schooler. Oh so, yeah, yeah. Weird man. I mean, it was everybody's dream, but yeah, thinking back on it, yeah, risky business. It's an unverified leak. Tom Cruise and talks for risky business sequel about Joel Goodson's life as a gigolo. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. No thanks. It's unverified, but yeah, I saw that today, and I was like, yeah, I'm all right. Good thing this is rumor has it, and not confirmation has it. I love one of the very first uh, comments is his front teeth are aligned straight under his left nostril. I've been saying for years. Well, another insider, Casey Walsh, who is semi-reliable, kind of unreliable, says that Superman makes yet another headless slash faceless slash shadowy cameo in the most recent test screening of Black Adam. Not surprising. It's going to yeah. be his third because... They'll do everything except book Henry Cavill in a movie where he plays Superman. Or recast him. Yeah. Do something with Superman WB. Wait, no, they have Superman and Lois, but make a fucking movie <laughs> with a big budget. Yeah, because the first headless cameo, cameo he had was in at the end of Shazam, mm-hmm. and then he had a shadowy fucking cameo at the end of Peacemaker. Right, and he, now... And now he's going to have another one in Black Adam. Have archival footage in The Flash. Oh, yeah, allegedly. Uh, allegedly. Speaking of not fucking comic accurate, fucking... The Rock is Black Adam. They didn't give him, like, the fucking arched eyebrows. No. Or the fucking pointy ears. Well, of course not. It's or the, the fucking accent. That's his moneymaker. And I want to see The Rock do an accent. I doubt he could do it. Yeah. I doubt he can do it. Oh, man. I, I want to see it, though. Yeah, I would love to see <laughs> it's it. It's going to be bad. It would be real bad. Like, I can't really point out, like, that's a bad accent. But I'm sure I can point I it out it. if he fucking <laughs> yeah. if he did it. Going back to at great phase says that Dr. Doom will be making his live action debut this year. In what? Uh, people are betting on uh, Black Panther 2. Oh, that makes sense. Why? Uh, I've been seeing a bunch of stuff. Oh, because you're Hollywood Luke Hogan, so you have insider <laughs> no, information. I've been scrolling the internet with the Wakanda forever. Have you seen articles? the leaks of Namor? No, I just seen that today. I didn't check it out. Yeah, they're going with a. Aztec inspired well not really inspired just like straight up Aztec <laughs> fucking look for him and what is Atlantis and then there's gonna be Namora who I don't know who that is but probably Namor's sister and apparently she's gonna face off against one of the fucking characters in in Black Panther I can't remember her name suck to have your name your sister's name so close to your name yeah <laughs> Like, what very uncreative fucking parents. Yeah, it's like, this is my son, George, and my daughter, Georgina. <laughs> or just Georgia. Yeah, Georgia. <laughs> and another leaker, Twitter user, at my time to shine hello, says, Disney Plus Daredevil revival series will be rated PG-13, and Jessica Jones will be returning. I wonder if they're going to bring back Caitlin Ritter or the character of uh, Jessica Jones. I hope they do. I mean, they're bringing back Charlie Cox. How many... Uh, Disney Plus series have been PG-13. I don't know. They all Moon Knight, seem, maybe? Yeah, I was going to say, they all seem kind of tame. Moon Knight was different. At least it showed some a little bit of gore. Yeah, and there's there's blood in it too, right? Yeah. Like he came out of his other personality back. And into, everybody was dead. Yeah. yeah. Have you been watching Moon Knight lately? 
What? I finished it. Did you? I haven't. Damn, what? I haven't. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think WandaVision was dark enough to be rated anything past PG. What else was there? What if? Maybe? Mm, Hawkeye? No. I also saw that Finn Jones wouldn't be returning as Iron Fist. Is, it, is that a rumor or confirmed? A uh, rumor. Mm. As it. I'm excited for the Disney Plus Daredevil revival series. I wish it would be more graphic series. Right. But I guess you can get away with quite a bit with PG-13. So we'll see. Yeah, I can't, can't you just, you can say fuck one time in PG-13. Yeah. Once. Once or twice. So, yeah, and so. I have my final leak. This uh, is from 4chan. And it was posted Oof. to Reddit by user Big Red Toodaloo. Jason Seagull. Nope, that's not. That, <laughs> it's not related to Steven Seagal. Jason Siegel is allegedly playing the Thing in She-Hulk. The Thing? Yeah. From Fantastic Four? No, I know, but I just can't the see rock him as guy. A, Thanks. From Fantastic Four? Got it. From Marvel Comics. Michael Chiklis? <laughs> yeah, he's playing Michael Chiklis, <laughs> playing the Thing. I just can't see him as the Thing. Eh. Isn't he like 6'5 and but, lanky? Well, he's not going to just be covered in, like, well, I spandex know. that looks like rock. <laughs> Could. I don't know. I haven't seen much of the She-Hulk. Um, I don't, I, it's just not a character you'd see him. I, I, I see him as, I guess. I could see it. I'm interested to see how they do it. He was in a serious movie on Netflix that came out a few months ago. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what it's called, but it was pretty good in that. Oh, I, I'm not doubting his skills as an actor. I was just... You know how there's just certain characters that are, like... They announce it, and you're like, yeah, I can see that. This is not one of them for me. Apparently, The Thing plays a major role in the last three episodes of She-Hulk. It was originally meant to debut in No Way Home before landing in She-Hulk. Oh, really? Jennifer, who is She-Hulk, she has a mystery client who only communicates her via a different lawyer. Uh, in parentheses, lots of jokes about this. Who has a different lawyer just to talk to lawyers? <laughs> The character is being done in a mocap suit by Jason Siegel, similar setup to how they did Thanos. The thing is fighting oh. a defamation case. He shows up in episode eight, has fight scenes in nine and ten, mainly fights the wrecking crew. He fights the person suing him. There's eh. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he get rid of him. There's a moment where She Hulk, the thing, and Daredevil share the screen. He has a moment with Daredevil about being from New York and their respective areas. More jabby version of Cap and Spider-Man in Civil War. Did we already talk about that? Daredevil being in She-Hulk? I don't think so. I don't remember. That's cool. I mean, he's going to have a cameo in She-Hulk. I don't know. Allegedly. Allegedly. Rumor has it. Rumor has it. I'd be excited. But it'd be weird if... I don't know. If this is true, it seems like they're like sprinkling in the Fantastic Four in different projects. The- Probably just to raise hype for an actual eventual Fantastic Four. I would. I wouldn't movie. be surprised if fucking Johnny Storm, the Human Torch, mm-hmm. debuts in the next Spider-Man movie because him and Spider-Man are close friends. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, that would be cool. I, I yeah, I, I think it's it's been enough time that a Fantastic Four movie wouldn't be muddied by the reputation of the others. Oh yeah, other two. No, there's four, five, seven. There is three. three. Yeah. There's the first two, and then the reboot from the director of Chronicle. Oh, yeah. Which fucking was terrible. Mm. The first two were goofy, but they were the okay. reboot was fucking terrible. Yeah. 
All right, so that's all I got for leaks. We should move on to spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. This is a section where I added spoiler alert in my notes where I remember. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a segment where we talk about what we've been reading, watching, and or listening to. So, Lucas Tabukas, what have you been watching, reading, and or listening to? Well, now is the best time to talk about Stranger Things season four, volume two. Golden Ring. Yeah. <laughs> Big mouth. That um was great. Great fucking great fucking season. And that's it. No. Yeah. It, one of these you know how usually when a, a season of Stranger Things ends, it's kinda like a happy ending. Yeah. And then it's two years before the next one comes out and it's like still happy and then the shit goes down. I like how they ended it with like the shit's still there. Like, yeah, yeah. And so fucking spoilers. Yeah, so Max is still in the coma, and yep. Eleven's unable to find her. Yeah, which mean is she like? Which I think means she's completely brain dead. Which, if you're brain dead, are you in there? Because your body's just alive, but your brain isn't. Your brain is what makes you a person. Maybe she's got to look in her heart. <sighs> Maybe she's in her heart. She needs to listen to her heart. There's so much to talk about. It's fucking the last two were over four hours yeah. <laughs> so i'm trying to like where do i even start as soon as i got home from work i was just like stranger things yeah kayla got home from work and that's all we did i had food ready i'm like let's let's go that's one good thing about jordan not liking the show is you don't have to wait <laughs> nope as soon as i got home i fucking turned it on yeah we uh we kind of had friday planned for stranger things like kayla's like oh we could do this friday i'm like no we can't stranger nope. things is out <laughs> she's like oh yeah no you're right Damn right, I'm right. So iconic, Eddie playing Master of Puppets Just on Eddie. top. Of, yeah, Eddie is a great character, and he won't be coming back at right no, today. So that's so sucks. dumb. They fucking killed him off. There, there's like no like stakes. I feel like because none of the OG cast has died. Yeah, it's true. Like well, they they teased that Hopper died, but of course he wasn't dead, and they're yeah. teasing that Max might be gone but she probably fucking won't be yeah she probably won't they have to if next season is the last season yeah so which I, today won't come out till 2024 so that sucks they'll have to kill off half they should, they should have killed kill steve off. off this season you think so yeah and kept, kept eddie. eddie yeah kill off will no i feel like no one would care if they did that's kind of why i was like <laughs> yeah just do it and then keep eddie uh but even well, Mike and Will were barely even in this season because they were just yeah. out in California. Yeah, with Jonathan and uh, Argyle. Argyle's the best. <laughs> I fucking love Dude, Argyle. Did you see that the that the surfer board the surfer the surfer boy pizza that they went to? Uh-huh. Uh the dude that they were talking to yeah. was credited as Argyle two point Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, because I kept watching the end credits because usually um like the end credits will on Netflix will fucking like go into a small box in the corner and say like, Oh, trailer starting for whatever the latest garbage fucking movie or show is. And, mm-hmm. But it didn't do that. And did you watch the end credits? Because like the stranger things with the four behind it mm-hmm. started out like super small. And then as the credits went where it was like getting bigger. So I'm like, Oh fuck, dude, that's going to change to a five. Oh, right. or like, I don't know. They're going to, there's going to be like an after credit scene. Never happened. Nothing. <laughs> I watched all of it. Dude. <laughs> I didn't watch the credits. No, I was like, that fucking four is going to change <laughs> to a five. 
or too gonna, many Marvel movies, and we're like waiting for it. Yeah, like the credits didn't go away like they usually did. So I'm like, there's there's fucking something, right? Yeah, there's no, nothing. For me, it, it like minimized into like the preview for the next thing. Oh, really? Yeah, so that's why I stayed. Really? <laughs> yeah, fuckers. Um, the jot guy getting split in half. Oh yeah, loved that. Jason. Yeah, Jason. Yeah, he was that dude got fucked up. Yeah, he did. Fuck that guy. He almost killed fucking Lucas. Lucas. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. I mean, I, good, good on his acting to make me hate him so yeah, much. Good fucking actor. Yeah. Whatever his name is. But yeah, I, I read something online. Obviously, it wasn't true. Like, five characters were supposed to die <laughs> in volume two. And we had technically two deaths. We Brennan. had Eddie and, yeah, and Dr. Brennan. And... None of the other really... A bunch of soldiers. A bunch of soldiers. Th- those two soldiers that are in the fucking helicopter that L took down. Oh, that's true. So that's four. <laughs> and then a bunch of the... The Russian soldiers. Russian soldiers? At the prison? Oh, they yeah. They got killed by the Demogorgon? And the soldiers that were in the fucking bunker. Yeah. Some of them died. So, so I guess I guess they were That's like 10, wrong. dude. This is so much. So much happened. I thought that Vecna, like the voice of Vecna, was going to be like a hybrid of Vecna's... Uh, actor, right, and Robert England. But I was looking at the looking at the credits, and apparently that was all of Vecna's Vecna's actor. Yeah, um, I watched a video on YouTube of them point at my the, computer, like you watch it on my computer. Did you sneak in when I was sleeping and watch it on my yes, computer? Sir, I did. Of the the actor getting the makeup put on, yeah. Which holy shit, it's a lot. It's ninety percent practical, which mm-hmm. I love. Like, and, and it takes like forever for him to apply it. Yeah, the only CGI. And, and apparently, like the like his left hand was super fucking heavy. Yeah, because I, I was watching the video of the, um, like the makeup supervisor or whatever, mm-hmm. like the head of that shit. And they made like Vecna suit, and apparently, like everyone who tried on the left hand, like their hands kept cramping up because it was so heavy. Oh, really? Yeah, and the actor put it on and after they took it off they're like are you okay how's your hand they're like he's like i'm fine <laughs> he was made for it yeah yeah uh yeah, that that was very freddy krueger just like the way very. like his his mouth looked mm-hmm. and his long fucking fingers on his hand which were also like pointy kind of like yeah the, uh yeah as they were applying the makeup they were talking about him like getting into character as a fucking oh yeah and so like it showed video of that and he was just doing the voice and i was like okay because when i first heard vecna's voice obviously they put like reverb and echo to it or whatever but like i was expecting it to be not his voice mm-hmm. I even, even looking at him as an actor i'm like he can't make that voice but he makes that voice eddie's actor at a at a hand double for his solo scene oh yeah he, yeah he learned he knew how to play master of puppets except for the solo really yeah it's impressive yeah which was kind of cool uh, you know that the actor that plays Eddie is British? Yep. Yeah. He uh, has, like, I know that Millie Bobby Brown is too, but she doesn't really talk as much as Eddie had to. Yeah, she doesn't and, like, have as, like, many, like, long lines. Yeah, and, like, he had to be, the way she speaks, it's okay because she's not, like, a normal person. Like, she was, it's an experiment or whatever that like, grew up in this oh, yeah. lab. He was a normal person, so he had to talk like a normal American teenager from the 80s. Yeah. So I thought that was more impressive Good that he could pull it off. Yeah, rip Eddie. Rip. I, I love the Winnebago's, the Winnebago scene. Yes. <laughs> Where he fucking hot wires those, like his neighbor's Winnebago, <laughs> that's their car slash their house. 
He's like, when you were going on fishing trips or whatever, my dad was teaching me how to hotwire. Yeah, and I think it was Nancy or Robin asked asked him if like he knew how to drive this, and he's like, nope, that's why I'm having Steve drive. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. I thought more was going to happen when they were at the gun shop. Oh, yeah. And all the jocks were there. Yeah. thought there was going to be a confrontation, but there kind of was. I mean, there was. Kind of. When uh, Jason confronted Nancy and yeah. grabbed All the because shotgun. of that one guy. It was the same guy that when they were at, Jason was having the meeting at the town hall or whatever, the first one to stand up was like, well, what are you guys waiting for? Oh, that, yeah. That was the guy that was walking his dog. and that's pa- how Past Vecna's house. Yeah. Just happened to be passing Vecna's yeah. house. Yeah, I was wondering, I was like, who the fuck called them? But yeah, that that makes sense. I was like, why don't they show this guy walking by this house? Yeah, it was that same but, guy. Yeah, but now I remember. I loved it. It was awesome. Yeah, it was. It didn't feel like it was over four hours of programming. Yeah, yeah. I watched it. I thought L defeated him. Yeah, and like everything is be okay. But they did the oh, Freddy Krueger thing where. But all of a sudden, fucking uh, all of a sudden, fucking Hawkins starts splitting apart. Yeah. Oh, yeah, when Max technically died, even though it was for, like, a minute or whatever. Well, when she brought Max back, I thought that was going to close everything. Yeah. But then at the end, everything's still just open. But they took Elle to Hopper's trailer. Cabin. Their cabin. And, like, they're just talking like everything was fine, even <laughs> though it was it still wasn't fine. It's not fine. That scene where fucking Lucas is holding Max. Yeah. And fucking bawling his eyes out. You started crying, didn't you? Uh, A little bit, yeah. <laughs> Um, the man that that was some good fucking acting right there. The line where he goes, "Erica, help!" Yeah, improvised, that, improvised. Yeah, a lot of shit was improvised. Well, not a lot of shit, but I think the line that Eddie said to Dustin, like, Henderson "Oh, I, never change" or something like that. Or no, he said, uh, like he told him that he loved him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Should have known that right that, then and there. That was a fucking that scene when he dies, heart wrenching. Yeah, when the very first thing he says, "I didn't run away this time." I was like, "God man, fucking, damn it, Eddie." Dustin's actor. Fucking, oh, just drooling. Yeah. Drool crying. Fucking. That was some good acting, too. Holy shit. Yeah. And and then when Lucas is holding Max, crying, and then it, like, it cuts to uh, inside her head and mm-hmm. fucking Elle being there crying, too. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, that was. Oh, they had a lot of good transitions in this whole uh, season. That transition I didn't like. Whereas, like,. I'm, she like touches Max's hands like I'm here then it fades to black and it's just like two days later oh yeah I didn't really enjoy that transition as much it just seemed like they were it was kind of rushed but well she died Max died and then 11 was like not today or whatever and like touched her heart or something yeah and brought her kind of back I thought that was me yeah I was I mean I was expecting something like that but I was kind of half expecting like Max would be like, you know, and be yeah. alive again. And then the gates would close and everything would be a happy day, just like how they usually end seasons. And fucking Max's actor, Sadie Sink, when she, like, came out of Vecna's spell or whatever, and mm-hmm. her eyes were glossed over, and yeah. she's like, oh, I can't see, and I can't, I can't feel anything. That was fucking scary. Yeah. <laughs> then when her fucking arms or like, her... uh her arms and legs start breaking. Oh. I'm like, oh, she's fucked. Yeah. I was fully expecting Elle to get to her, and then she'd probably just drop from the sky, kind of like she did in the cemetery when she made it through. And then she started snapping. Mm-hmm. And Kayla freaked the fuck out. Like, <laughs> we were 
sitting up in bed, and then when her legs started snapping, Kayla was like at the edge of the bed on her stomach, like what the fuck? Uh, when they're at the, they're at like that auditorium or whatever, mm-hmm. helping those people out, and Dustin sees Eddie's uncle. Yeah, and someone wrote on wrote on Eddie's missing persons flyer. Yeah, they fucking drew like a fucking uh, pentagram and right. shit like that. It was sad, and then he fucking took it down, and his uncle took it down and replaced it with a new one, and Dustin talked to him, and was like, he died a hero and stuff, and his fucking uncle started crying. Yeah. It's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it was a lot of emotions. I'm thinking we need to make a change.org petition to bring back Eddie in yeah. season five. I mean, they, they can bring Will back. I mean, if fucking Steve didn't die from getting fucking bit a bunch yeah. by those fucking birds. I mean, he only had birds. three on him, not hundreds like eddie did but i mean it looked like the like 99 percent of the things were just flying around him just at some point like was the upside down always there did l create the upside down well vecton when she was taught or when she when vecton was talking to l uh he was saying that she sent him to like this unknown land that was un um fuck i forgot i forgot what word he used but he's said that it was like untouched by mankind right the wrestler <laughs> like foley <laughs> yeah so i don't yeah i don't know if she created it i can't remember if if he specified that she did or like it's a distant world or something i right. don't know i liked how he how vecna made it his own like he was able to form the mind flayer mm-hmm that was pretty cool. Anyways, did you watch Fuck, anything else? Fucking the remix of Separate Ways by Journey. Yeah. That was pretty fucking cool. That, Th- that cool. ended the second to last episode, right? When they're that was when they're in the Winnebago. Yes. Man, when they're when they're driving through that fucking gunshot parking lot, they're like fucking speeding through that bitch. Yeah. There's like people all around them. Way There's... to be like casual. <laughs> <laughs> Just floor it. Jason was was right like he uh like like he had a point about like the devil coming to Hawkins which is fucking Vecna right yeah like he thought that Hellfire was a cult and he fucking just happens to go in that house and see Max floating that's true like he wasn't <laughs> wrong he was just misinformed yeah although he didn't have to like try to kill Lucas like that that was a yeah. bit extreme but Crazy. i guess if you think that the summoning the devil you probably want to kill the person summoning yeah. the devil, so yeah, still an asshole. Fuck him. I thought Erica was going to come in the house and like hit him in the back of the head with the flashlight. Right? But nope. Nope. Lucas finally got the best of him. Good for him. He yeah, Lucas it. didn't really have any good answers as to why you couldn't snap Max out of the trance. You're just like, I just can't. And he said something. It's like all of us will die if we do. All right. Well, I uh, finished Strange Adventures. The Adam Strange graphic novel, mm-hmm. uh, written by Tom King and illustrated by Mitch Gerard, G- wait, Mitch Gerards and Evan Shaner. The synopsis of this is this new science fiction epic written by a best-selling author, Tom King reinvents one of DC's classic adventure characters, Adam Strange. Born on Earth and hero of the distant planet Ran, Adam Strange is famous throughout the galaxy for his bravery and honor. After leading his adopted home to victory in a great planetary war, Adam and his wife, Alana, 
retire to Earth, where they are greeted with cheers, awards, and parades. But not all is as it seems, as the decisions Adam made during the battles on Ran come back to haunt his family. It will take an investigation by one of the most brilliant heroes in the DC Universe, Mr. Terrific, to uncover the truth and reveal whether Adam Strange is a hero or disgrace. So this was a good fucking, uh, this was a good story. It, like, intertwined Adam and Alana's time on Earth mm-hmm. with them in battle against these creatures or this race that are called Pickets or Pikets? Some shit like that. And okay. Adam Strange is at this book signing, like his own book signing, and this person comes up to him and is like, I know what you did. You're a fucking criminal and whatever. And all of a sudden this dude fucking turns up dead. And so people think that Adam Strange did it, so he asks Batman to launch an investigation on him. But yes. Batman's like, no, I can't do that. I'm too biased because we're friends. So he asks Mr. Terrific to do it, and it turns out that Adam Strange... Because during this battle, allegedly, the alien race kills his daughter. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mr. Terrific like uncovers that... Because these pikets or whatever, whatever the fuck they're called, right. they invade Earth. And Mr. Terrific figures out that the pikets have his daughter and that he made a deal. Adam Strange made a deal if they left ran alone, they could have Earth. I don't know. It was a good fucking it story, It ends though. with everybody's happy. It's a good day. Adam Strange thought he was doing what was best for his family and for Ran, mm-hmm. but that just meant him betraying Earth and all of his friends on Earth. It was a pretty tragic story. It's a good one. What about you? I finished uh, The Tattooist of Auschwitz. Oh, Turns yeah. out it was a real story. <gasps> and that's about it. The book was fine. Like, there's nothing really amazing about the book. Even the writing style was just fine. It was very matter of fact. Like, it wouldn't be. I'm nodding. I'm nodding. Yeah. You know how, like, some authors be like, um, it was 6 p.m., the golden sun, you know, whatever. <laughs> I don't know how to, I'm not a writer, but they'll, like, embellish the scene. Even if it's just, like, the weather. This guy, I don't know who wrote this, was just like, it was evening and it was raining. Huh? It was just very to the point. <laughs> it was evening, it was raining. Moving on! Yeah, just stuff like that. It's a good book, but there's nothing spectacular about it. And then I didn't start a new one yet. Nice. Well, I've watched rather other things, but we'll talk about that on a different episode. So let's move on to This Week in Review. Also known as Twer. Twer, 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 Twer. So last week we decided to take a break from the chronological order of watching the Marvel movies. And we covered Doctor Strange 2. But this week we had to go back back. and watch Thor The Dark World. So the synopsis of this is... When the Dark Worlds attempt to plunge the universe into darkness, Thor must embark on a perilous and personal journey that will reunite him with Dr. Jane Foster. Dude, do you ever think she'll become Thor? Nah. I don't know. I feel like she might, she might get, get She might get pretty buff, though. I don't know. Female superheroes, I feel like a lot of white dudes don't like them. So progressive. I just want to see their their heroes shirtless <laughs> with abs. This was directed by a new 
director brought on, Alan Taylor, and written by Christopher L. Yost, Christopher Marcus, and Stephen McFeely. It stars Chris Hemsworth, Nellie Portman, Tom Hiddleston, and Stellan Skarsgård. And also Christopher Eccleston is or Eccleston is uh as Malekith. He looked fucking awesome. Yeah, he did. But I think like a bunch of his shit got like written out. Oh really? So they could focus more on the Earth characters. Mm-hmm. This this is just one of those standalone like placeholder movies. Just a in between movie. Yeah, because it didn't really have anything regarding like the Avengers. Yeah, going dude. on not, but like uh, Jane mentions that she saw him on the news in New York. Yeah, so. I know, but like the the plot didn't until the end, the very end, when they talk about the Tesseract. So oh, it's yeah. like I was watched two hours of this movie, and none of it's gonna mean anything come the next movie. Right. Yeah, because Loki, quote unquote, dies. But spoiler alert: he doesn't fucking die. Never does. Oh, except in. Um, Infinity War. Well, yeah, but that's several movies from now. But his past self gets his own TV show. So, sucks for you, future Loki. With that, this movie was fine. It was a good movie. Yeah, I thought Thor and Loki's banter was pretty funny. Yeah. And the fact that, like, Thor had to be a bad guy for a little bit, technically. Yeah, he had to commit fucking... Treason. Yeah. I mean, it was... I mean, Thor's mom dies. Frigga. That's true. Thanks to fucking Loki being like, you should uh, take the stairs to the left. <laughs> you fucking bull-looking character named Curse. Yeah, I forgot that Curse started out as, like, Malekith's, like, right-hand man who mm-hmm. looked like a normal elf. And then he transforms into that bull-looking... What did they use to transform him? Uh... Some dark matter shit. Yeah, I was like, that's not the ether because that's what they're looking for. So I was yeah. wondering what that was. Yeah, he fucking stabs him. Yeah. Malchus stabs Curse and like tucks the fucking little shard or whatever in his fucking in his Wound. cut. Yeah. I'd be walking like, oh my God. Got <laughs> <laughs> to see more Aegis Elba. Oh, yeah. Movie, so that was cool. He was he had a little bit more action. Yeah. He had to climb up the bridge onto that ship and yeah. stab it. Mm-hmm. But it turns out it was just a little... A little ship, not not the main one. Yeah, didn't he? Did he fight some elves or like fight some Asgardian guards? Asgard guards. They didn't show him fighting, but he's like, I must report to my king whenever, whatever treason, and like who committed treason? He's like, I did, and he pulls out the sword. Oh yeah, but they don't show him fighting any of the guards. Yeah, apparently, because there was a little bit of a uh, sexual tension between Sif and Thor. And then, oh, yeah. and then when Jane arrives on Asgard and Sif sees her and, like, fucking mean mugs her. Yeah. Mean mugs the shit out of her. Yeah, I guess there was going to be more, like, tension. But that was written out or cut or something. I like when Jane got the uh, phone call from that date that she had. Oh, yeah. And he's like, so who's Richard? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's like, seriously, right now? Uh, Curse had a fucking pretty brutal death you yeah you got sucked into whatever that was yeah the fucking uh it was like a dark matter grenade yeah uh the final fight was pretty meh yeah it kind of didn't last long uh apparently the do i have this in trivia but apparently the the final fight was going to it was going to show thor raining lightning down on like the nine realms Mm -hmm. but they rewrote it 
so the fucking Earth characters could have more shit to do. Oh, jeez. So they just stabbed those fucking spikes into the ground to whatever. When um, Jane and Selvig... Sel- Doctor? Eric yeah. Selvig? Selvig. Yeah. Uh, were running through that library or whatever that was, and all those people were by the window. Oh, yeah. The guy that turned around, he's like, are you crazy? That's Thor. He's, yeah. That guy is in The Witcher... He plays like the love interest of Yennefer, the like oh. the, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I just I was like, hey, I know that guy personally. Oh yeah, you were Hollywood Luke Hollywood Hogan. Luke Hogan. Oh, I liked Loki creating the, like the, illusion that like his cell is fine after Frigga dies. Yeah, and Thor's like enough with the illusions, and it shows him fucking like he destroyed his cell. Yeah, he had a he had a moment. Yeah. I, I do like the his fight. own damn fault though. Yeah, I like the illusion of him cutting off Thor's hand. Oh yeah, to get the upper hand it, in the first phase or whatever. Like they had this whole running gag of people getting like their left, like was it their was their left or right hand? Right hand because of uh, Star Wars. Oh. Luke gets his hand gets his hand cut off. That and makes it, sense. There's a lot of that. If you so pay, pay attention to that <laughs> when you're watching a movie, someone will get their fucking hand cut off. Deal. Yeah, this movie was just fine. Yeah, in between middle, movie, middle of the road. It wasn't as bad as I've never seen it because I thought it was gonna be bad. It wasn't as bad as I. Yeah, was it wasn't as bad as I remember. You just you've grown up a little since you yeah. watched it. You know, growth. You more you've human you, growth hormone. You grow to a <laughs> you doing HGH. <laughs> I was just supposed to grow. <laughs> oh, the this director wanted to make Asgard like more grimy mm-hmm. instead of like pristine like how the first director kenneth something whatever his name is yeah did so i thought that was pretty cool dude the fucking flying ships like the viking ships that oh they had. yeah <laughs> that was cool that they fucking fired lasers out of or whatever it was kind of weird as they were like escaping asgard and they had already like jumped from the alien ship to one of the Asgardian ships. Yeah. I don't I don't remember the name of Thor's ally, one of his clan member. But uh, he swings to the ship behind oh. him. Takes out one ship, good to go. Yeah. <laughs> like there's more ships. There was more ships chasing him than just one. Yeah, I don't remember his name. But I liked when Thor threw fucking Loki out the Yeah. The elf the dark elf ship. I was like, oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, <laughs> Why just, would he like, do that? He, he's part out. of the plan. Then it shows that he was caught on, caught by Thor's homie. Homie. Yeah. I like the look of the Dark Elves, like, like the soldiers. Like oh, yeah, that was like a cool look. Emotionless, like, doll mask. I'm surprised there's not a DJ with that mask on. Might be somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> there probably was for like five seconds, yeah. <laughs> and then Marvel's like, yo. You got to stop doing that. <laughs> yeah, you motherfucker. Yeah, moving on to, to some trivia. Yeah, let's do some trivia. All right. Chris Hemsworth grew out his hair for over a year to have more authentic long hair rather than use a wig like he had to do in Thor 2011. Oh, that was a wig? What What if he had, like, they should have made wigs for his eyebrows. So yeah. He didn't have to dye them. Super long. <laughs> <laughs> Loki, Tom Hiddleston, was originally not going to pe- appear at all, and there was going to be a much greater focus on Malekith and the Dark Elves. Following his popularity in the Avengers 2012, mm. the script was rewritten to give him a big role. Which, 
Good. Yeah. yeah. Director Alan Taylor was unhappy with how the movie turned out. Although he had received full creative freedom while the movie was shot, he stated that he was, quote-unquote, locked out of the editing suite, and the studio turned it into a different movie during post-production, a situation he, parentheses, quote-unquote, hoped never to repeat, and parentheses, doesn't wish upon anyone else. Josh Dallas, oh, Fandral. That was the dude that swung onto. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Josh Dallas was supposed to return as Fandral, but committed, but commitment with Once Upon a Time, 2011, prevented him from returning. He was replaced with, you know, do you know who that was? Mm-mm. Zachary Levi. Shazam. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, damn. Who was the original choice for the role? Christopher Eccleston didn't like playing Malekith. A role he admittedly accepted mainly for the money. <laughs> same. Yeah, I, I would do the same. <laughs> Eccleston especially didn't or especially disliked the long hours he had to spend in makeup to complete Malachis look. He claimed that the process took seven to eight hours on the first days and about six and a half hours afterwards, but that Marvel had lied to him by not informing him about these extreme makeup requirements beforehand that's yeah, not really a lie if they don't tell you <laughs> they're just withholding information <laughs> you didn't ask buddy you didn't ask <laughs> i would have told you if you would have asked <laughs> take this money but he looked fucking sweet yeah he did idris elba has said he disliked working on this movie as the constant reshoots were exhausting and time consuming he even referred to working on this movie as quote torture unquote <laughs> Torture was even in quotes. He said torture. No, he said, quote, torture, unquote. Oh, he said that. Yeah. That's a quote. He's like. He said, he said quote, quote, <laughs> torture, unquote, unquote. I'm not being serious, <laughs> unquote. Bring me back for more movies. Yeah, he was overall wasted as a character. Yeah, definitely. Uh, according to visual effects supervisor Jake Morrison. The Harrows, the spaceships used by the Dark Elves, so they're called the Harrows. Oh, okay. Are powered by black holes. He says, a black hole pulls in all directions. You stick a box around it, but if you poke a hole in one side of the box, it would pull in that direction. So effectively, if you strap a craft around that, you have a propulsion drive, which is kind of an impulsion drive. Cool. I mean, that's cool, but also you don't see that anywhere in the film, so (laughs) unnecessary fact. Not only was Jane brought to Asgard to give her the fish-out-of-water story that Thor had in the first film, it was also done so Portman and Anthony Hopkins could share the screen together. Cool. Oh. (laughs) Have they never shared the screen together before? I don't know. All right. Thor fights a Cronin, the large rock monster (laughs) on Vanaheim at the beginning of the movie, and Thor Ragnarok, Thor befriends Korg, who is also a Cronin, and played by the director of that film, Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi. That's the end of that. Should move on to reading a review. Oh, we have a review. That someone left on iTunes. You could also read a review. I mean, you you can read them. (laughs) You can leave a review for the podcast by searching for Pop Culture Bicycle on Apple Podcasts and leaving a five-star review there. And if you do, it could be read on the show. Just like Miracle Havertz did, he says, 
Five stars. This is great. I stumbled upon this podcast not too long ago, and I love it. I have binged each and every episode. It's a great overview of what's going on in pop culture. There's so much of it these days, and it's hard to keep up. The hosts are excellent about steering you towards what's great and indispensable resource you can get. Wow, thank you, Miracle Havertz. Hey, thanks. Say thank you, Miracle Havertz. Miracle Havertz? Yeah. Okay. Say it. Thank you, Miracle Havertz. Good boy. Thanks for listening. Special thanks to our Patreon subscribers and all of our subscribers, no matter how you found us. God bless us, everyone. You can find us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash popculturebicycle. You can follow the podcast on Instagram. Did you know that, Luke? Yeah, I knew that. Do you know what our Instagram handle is for the podcast? At popculturebike. And on Twitter at... Wait, no, that's Pop Culture Bicycle on Instagram. Oh, is it? Twitter is at Pop, Pop Culture, Culture Bike. Bike. You can follow me on Instagram at Pop Culture Jake. And you can follow Luke at Luke Keyway underscore DG. That's Keyway spelled K E W A Y. If you still use Facebook, you can find us by searching Pop Culture Bicycle. <laughs> if you have any suggestions for, you, for us to read and or watch, email the podcast at popculturebicycle.gmail.com. Uh, or DM us on any of our socials that we just or that Luke just said. Yep. <laughs> so as I'm on we top of things, oh we say uh, good good. Oh, harmonizing. <laughs>